welcome to the Railroad Community Casters Club, where we don't railroad our players, but we do hide a hundred tiny, tiny resin ducks all over our game master's house because it's funny. And we're also so sorry we're for so the sorry. massive gap between episodes. We've been gone. We? We've been here. Yeah, we've been. I'm sorry. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> on me, team. This one's on me. But we're back. Keep Will accidentally so do not disturb us on, on Discord. So he never saw our our messages yep. to, to record another episode. I just, anyway, no, yeah, no, my no name excuses. is <laughs> no excuses. My name is Kenzie, but you can call me Kit. I use they and she pronouns, and I play our resident mega nerd wizard Amara. Since this episode's gonna be coming out on Christmas Day, uh, my Christmas fact about Amara is that as a child. Because Max said there's a version of Santa in this world. As a child, Amara would insist on leaving out like carrots and vegetables for the reindeer as well. And then as she got older and figured out Santa wasn't real, supposedly, I don't know if that's uh, so here's the thing. part of the lore. His name isn't Santa. He does have reindeer, but the reindeer come in the form of like almost like a version of his elves. This is the hat man. Uh <laughs> His name is the Hat Man, and he, like, it comes from a myth of a child uh, walking downstairs one Christmas Eve, starving and seeing a hat rack turn into a man and put a present by the fireplace. So now the tradition is that every year you take the coat rack from, like, their front door and move it to the fireplace, and the Hat Man comes down and opens the fireplace, and a bunch of tiny little reindeer come in and throw presents all over the room. Girl, what the fuck? <laughs> What the okay, fuck were you smoking? I, 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 I wrote that at the height of COVID. And, yeah. and like, you know, yeah. Well, Wait. when Amara would have figured out that Santa wasn't real, she kept up the charade to her parents and try and made them seek out and buy more and more strange and exotic and obscure vegetables just Jesus to fuck with her family. Christ. <laughs> Yeah, the Hat Man isn't real, by the way. It's a it's a legend. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, you never know. Howdy, everyone. My name is Jay. Like the letter with an A and also a Y. And you can use whatever pronouns you'd like. And I play Guinevere Great Cedar, but you can also call me Honey. And my family doesn't really do things on the day of Christmas. We're more of a Christmas Eve kind of people. And we do this really fun game called um, In the Lat. And what we do is everyone is given a box of matches. And we get sent out into our fields. And everyone's hunting each other with our magic. And your goal is to get your matches all the way to the center pillar, which has a little, like, a lantern in it. And you want to be the first one to light it. And I remember there was this one year where I accidentally got, like, stuck in some mud. And I saw my brother Don. And Don was, like, trying to get there. But I was like, no, this is going to happen i threw a rock at him but i actually hit him in the head and he fell but i didn't feel too bad because here's the thing if you're the winner of in the lot you actually get to put the star on top of the tree but here's the thing i like to do that even though i'm not the youngest child and it used to be just for the youngest children but then after a while we turned it into this tradition and it's just insane jay watching you make facts watching you like do your facts is like watching a kid who like didn't read the book but has to do a full report on it <laughs> and just like read the back it's like okay i understand this entire this entire book now yeah yeah that's what i do hell yeah
What's up, everybody? My name is Will. So My back. pronouns are he and him, and uh, I play Eamon, uh, just a fun little guy, and a fun little story, a Christmas story about Eamon. As a child growing up, the, the family tradition for uh, Christmas morning was that Eamon's dad would run and hide uh, in some place in the house. And when you woke up on Christmas morning, you had to go find him. And uh, one morning he was uh, in a really good spot. Like they, they were they were searching for like 20 minutes, didn't find him. And uh, eventually uh, Eamon went to this one closet and opened up the closet. And there was his dad and his dad jumped out at him and scared him. And he scared Eamon so bad that Eamon threw up on the spot. (laughs) I threw up. (laughs) I just imagine him doing it, looking down at it, looking back up at his dad and just going, well, I I know who Eamon's dad is, and you know who Eamon's dad is, and that makes this so much better. <laughs> it's it's canonized. Yeah, now. this is so good. Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Max. Call use they them pronouns. I am your Geraldine Daisy, the old woman who lives at the old folks' home, who sits on the porch and feeds the birds. You're the, the game dungeon. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm the game dungeon. Um, and my fun fact is uh, is a Robin fact. I already sort of gave a clarity fact about the hat man. To this day, Robin believes in the hat man. <gasps> they can be the smartest person in the world, though, to this day, will always believe in the hat man. Um, and I actually have a second fact is that because this episode is coming out on Christmas, I have little gifts for each of you. What? Um, what? I got each of you dice that reminded me of your character. <gasps> what? Um, so this one is for Will. Oh my gosh. You can oh describe gosh. them, I guess. I don't know. Um, this one is for Kit. What? And what? this one this, is for Jay. This is so lovely. Wow. Thank that. you. Thank you. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Oh my. These are the gayest. I'll get, I'll get pictures of them and I can. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So what I am seeing in front of me is a soft copper glaze over something that has a hint of golden dust sparkles within it. Something similar to that of um, golden sunrise, something that alludes to beauty, something that I exude. They're great dice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready? Baby, I, oh, you know it. You ain't got to get right. ready if you stay Fuck ready. Right. Hell yeah. When we last left off, uh, we had a heart-to-heart with Henry Beestings trying to figure out what's his whole fucking jam. And then Honey made some discoveries about herself. And when we left off, we were going back to the inn to go to sleep to meet the other field agents on the next day. We are going to start just before the sun rises and I am going to ask Jay and Will to leave the room. Nice. What? Love this. What? Uh, you can wait outside the front door. Jay, you can borrow one of my jackets since you're, um, oh, wait, you've got one. Wait, no, don't leave me. Ah. You're on your own. <laughs> Real Taylor Swift sang that song. You're on, on your own, too. Oh, my God. Well, American sex. Nice. <laughs> I really hope that picked up from you. I get. Hi. Mara, you uh-huh. 
come to a stir in the middle of the night. Maybe maybe early in the morning, you can't really tell, but you get this like faint glow in your eyes and like you slowly open them and uh, you see there's a door connecting both your room to the other's room and you see there is a figure, a hooded figure, a very familiar hooded figure, Gundis maybe, uh, standing over Honey and Eamon. What do you do? Uh, oh, God. I am just to start, just going to cast message and say, get away from them. As you try to do that, as you like try to do any of the like semantic or verbal or whatever is needed for message, which I don't remember. Um, any of those, them. what? <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Any of those spell components, like you feel your fingers twitch and you realize that you can't move. Your brain is going, but your body is rigid and the spell sort of fizzles the moment you try to cast it. You see that faint glow coming from his hood. His his face is glowing. You couldn't see it before since you were in broad daylight, but there's this just constant glow coming from the hood. His face is still obscured. You're stuck in bed, but you can see that the hooded figure, their hand like comes up. It's a molted graying hand, as you remember, and he swipes in the air, and you see a golden thread appear out of the air. And then he does it again, and another is produced, and slowly he starts to move the golden thread towards Honey and Eamon. You feel this lump in your throat like you can speak. What do you do? Stop. The hooded figure stops and looks at you, and you see it's just glow. There is no like outline of a face. There's no discernible shape. It's just a hood with a glow emanating from it. And it's strange. It's like pure light, but pure anger, pure flame. All of these abstracted concepts made corporeal within this glow. And it speaks. And when it speaks, it glitches it warbles it's comprehensible but at the same time impossible it's almost like it's a voice from the century void coming from a mouth recently born and it goes you shouldn't be able to talk tenacious you have a strong will what are you gonna do about it (laughs) you were telling me to stop yeah Get away from my friends. You don't want me to control them? No. You don't wish for your companions to be under my silly little spell. Are you stupid? No. Interesting. And you see he like grabs something out of the air and like tugs really hard. And you can feel this like pulling on your brain. It feels like it's trying to like push out of the back of your head. And he goes, ooh. Most of my connections are through the heart or through the soul. You're either very smart with your empathy or very, very impulsive. A little bit of both, honestly. Cute. All right. Uh, I'll make you a deal. Does that sound good? Well, no, but I don't think you're going to take no for an answer. So. I mean, I could, I could just... And he starts to move his mm-hmm. hand closer to... Uh, uh, Amen and Honey. What's the deal? I won't connect a string to your companions. 
but you will be responsible for them. You will take their burden. You will take their damage. And you see that he finds this point on what could be your string, and it becomes corporeal. This sort of golden thread that connects just into the sky and then into your the back of your head. And you see he like twists it in a way so it splits three ways. One still floating in the sky, one connecting to Amon, and another connecting to Honey. Whenever they take damage, the thread will start to burn. When the thread reaches you, you will take all the pain they didn't feel. Mechanically speaking, hi, there is a damage threshold. So they will take zero damage until a certain point, And then you will take the cumulative damage of all of that. <gasps> that all of the damage they were supposed to take. Fine. We have a deal. Sure. Good. Your friends are safe. Protected by you and your kindness. And don't tell them. Or... And he grabs the thread again, and you see it start to burn. Something bad will happen. Understood. Good night. Get out. And suddenly you're asleep. Uh, okay, do you want to go grab those two? Sure. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you for uh, The morning arrives. It nice. was. God damn it. <laughs> That's good. good. Good for them. Yeah. You wake up in the morning, you stir, you see that Amara looks a little more tired than the rest of y'all. Is there anything you'd like to do before you set off on your journey? It's butt-ass early in the morning so I'd, that you can make oh, it to there by coffee. Like noon. Yes. Hell yeah. Coffee, some tea would please. be lovely. You go downstairs. Uh, there is some continental complimentary breakfast downstairs. You make some coffee. You eat some eggs, buns, breakfast rolls, you Ooh. know, all that, all that jazz. They got oatmeal? Yeah. Oh, God, I fucking hate oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, okay. <laughs> while you're you while you're sitting, you that. notice that like you look around, and without even on passive perception, you see that everyone is reading the newspaper. Um, and everyone seemingly is reading the same article. And you look over, and you see that there's a stack of newspapers uh, up against the wall, and there's a big fucking headline that says. Suspect found in the murder of Phelan Varick. It is now being classified as a murder as opposed to death under mysterious circumstances. And you see this sort of like a picture of a boatyard slash dockyard and a very nice looking photo of a of a young woman, uh, maybe about like mid 20s, who has like dark mousy brown hair and has this like really shining brilliant smile um and these beautiful white pupils uh and thick black eyebrows um and it says Ayla Brennick has been found guilty of the murder of Phelan Varick can you please spell that Ayla Brennick A-Y-L-A-B-R-E-N-N-I-C-H is this a name any of us would recognize roll a intelligence check gonna use my new dice an 18 roll a six a six oh no six. 18 you remember that brennick is the name that Eamon gave henry b stings 
when Henry Beestings asked for his last name. Let me see them fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> Reveal that digits. <laughs> Show the <laughs> prince. Free thy phalanges. Oh my god, you took it to a place I wasn't going. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't say anything. Cool. I just stand there. And I kind of just read the article. Yeah. Uh, the article states that there was, uh, after the body was found, there was other evidence traced back to this person, Ayla. Her family is now in questioning, despite the funeral. The supposed funeral was supposed to be today because she's been missing for the last like couple of months and suspected dead. But now the investigation has been opened back up and they don't think she's actually missing. There were there were reports, uh, investigative and witness reports saying that there was an argument between Phelan, Athalan, which is Phelan's brother, uh, and Ayla going on at this dockyard until there was some sort of magical spell cast that resulted in the death of Phelan. Phelan? Yeah. F-A-E-L-Y-N. L-Y-N? L-Y-N. I spell things weird. Fantasy. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Wait, girl, that's what this is? This ain't Club Penguin Simulator? Yeah, sorry. I couldn't, you know. It was bummer. the only way to get you here. I couldn't oh, afford the Club Penguin bummer. TTRPG. It was just like, it's really expensive. Yeah, it is. God damn it. I put all my skills in fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Eamon, do you know that person? Hmm? Do you know the A. Lebrenic? Do you know them? No. Um... Not at all. I mean, it's this is this says it's from Phase Falls. Yes. 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 No. Insight check. Roll that insight check. It's not gonna be good. I'm also gonna roll an insight check. Roll that insight check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Fifteen. Fifteen. What do they see? Well, um, sort of a uh, overly stoic, like an unusually stoic demeanor. Um. Eamon is usually very loose and relaxed, um, and this is very, like, hardened. So, and he doesn't look at um, either of you. He's just reading the um, the article and responding while reading it. Okay, uh, well, this happened, and we got ahead to go meet some people in the middle of nowhere. Hell yeah. Yep. Great. Um, I'm just going to take the... Um, one of the newspapers with me. Yeah. I'm going to keep one. Uh, could you roll an investigation for me really quick? Mm-hmm. Suspicious. Oh, no. Nine. Nine? Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't see it. All right. You start on your journey. Uh, you are headed uh, from Azumi's Crest. You're headed east. Um, it's a very simple, nice day. Uh, you see that the autumn is coming on. Um, you it's see- what? <laughs> <laughs> on what? <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, come on, autumn. The autumn is getting ready to come. Wait, no, what? that doesn't work. The autumn oh is. Oh, autumn, you're edging. The oh. autumn. <laughs> The, the autumn no. is arriving ever oh. faster. The oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god, autumn. Summer is about to conclude. Uh, oh my god, summer is autumn. 
together in one room? <laughs> no one no until winter. Oh, oh my god. Oh my oh, god. She'll come eventually. Oh she will. Well, I heard the t- I'm gonna make a groundhog joke, but I don't want to right now. Okay. <laughs> wow. It's cold. It's colder. The leaves are starting to turn brown. You see that the dew drops on the fucking on the floor on the ground are fucking icy. There's a little bit of frost in places. What are you gonna say? That you'll find out when you listen to the recording. Okay. Um, I had a thought and then it lost me. The thought lost you. Yes. Girl, found her. I, I can't. Edit out cannot. so many coughs. This sucks. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. That's oh. okay. Ooh. Jinx, you have to die. <laughs> um, is there anything anyone would like to do while while they're traveling? It takes about a half a day to travel. Um, isn't much going on, you know? It's just a nice windy day here. Let me roll for an encounter. Oh, God damn it. Nope. Oh, nothing. Never simple. mind. Nothing happened. Yeah, Five chimeras day. descend from the sky. Yeah. Tiamat, queen of dragons. You turn around and see Tiamat, the dragon queen, raining hell upon Azumi's crest. Oop, you missed it. Nope. Well, well, shit. On to the next one. Yep. Um, did we send word already? Yes. Okay. Robin, Robin Um, sent a message. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, what's our game plan here when we when we meet them? Um, do we know how many? Was it three, four? Yeah, it's a field agent group, so it's going to be three. Three, three, yeah. uh, three of them. Okay. Do we have like a game plan or are we just going to improvise as we go along? Maybe we shouldn't improvise. I feel like this, I don't. I mean, it went pretty well for you this last time. Listen, it worked out because now I'm a lesbian. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's keep walking. I have nothing to fucking do. Uh, no, yeah, I've, same. Nothing. We're mostly just getting information so as long as like this is getting information about the thing that they found is not going to make us suspicious because we're going back to find refine the thing that they found right yeah we can ask them where they got it where well where they found it what they do with it what do they know about it how'd they get it in that box how they get in that box and that's about it actually all right well Mm, see if they seem suspicious great just a reminder, their names are Oasis, Hamlet, and Babette. The day goes by as you're traveling, if there's no other conversations you'd like to have, and eventually you arrive to like a meeting point. Uh, the meeting point is literally just equidistant on this trail. There's been like mile markers and stuff like that. There's little signposts that say like, oh, this many miles to this place and this many miles to this place and stuff like that. And sort of the halfway point of miles, you see uh, three people uh just standing around this sort of signpost it's a pretty barren place at this point it's just a lot of grass fields and stuff like that there's not a lot of hills it's pretty flat very sparse trees here and there all three of them are human they all look tired not necessarily physically tired more like existentially tired and babette is a a lovely blue-haired armored Maybe a barbarian, maybe a fighter. Uh, Hamlet is a sad looking, maybe a bard, maybe a warlock. Um, and Oasis is a is a angry looking, maybe wizard, maybe sorcerer. It looks like a generic like D&D party, honestly. <laughs> Hell yeah, you approach. Uh, you see that they 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 see you and they go, 
Are you, uh, this is Oasis. Are you, are you who, who we're meeting? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll hold up a little charm. Oh, great, great, great. We also, we also have the charm and they all hold up their, their specific charms. Theirs are a lot more like rusted and older than yours. It seems like they've been doing this for a long time. We're babies. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yours looks so new and shiny. Is this your, is this your first? Yes. Yeah. Damn, they give you a hard one. Can I thank Blame Core for that one? Yeah, my first, uh, Babette, what was your first? My first was I had to pick uh, strawberries for a farm. It, what? Yeah, my first was was picking strawberries for a farm. Hamlet, what was yours? Oh, uh, yeah, mine was, uh, I think I had to get like three cats out of a tree. But it was and like a really tall tree. We were running from entire mind-controlled town's Girl, we watched someone die and come back. Yeah. We got a donkey after one of these. Oasis, what was yours? Political assassination. Oh. That's fair. Sign me up. Yeah. Sounds good. The vibe makes sense. Yeah. How can we help you? Yeah, we're looking into something that you guys found. Uh, How much did Robin tell them? They were probably informed just a little bit that they are, that y'all are looking for information um, on their most recent mission about the quote unquote hand of God. They go, yeah, you, you want to know, like, general information about the mission? Yeah. Yeah, so we were assigned by Griswold Bleckensop. Uh, there was some weird anomalies going on to the north, like, directly north of Azumi's Crest. There was some strange, like, weather phenomenons, not, not in, like, necessarily rain or, like, clouds or anything like that, but, like, the grass was growing too quickly and then dying too quickly and then, like, squirrels around were like going to war with each other it was really weird there was like factions of squirrels who were just constantly fighting so we we travel north and we just see this battlefield of of dead squirrels and it's quite tragic and you see like there was like one squirrel who was like holding another squirrel up going like squeak 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 you know like you'll be okay but then like that the squirrel that it was carrying was like cut in half it was pretty rough anyway Oh my god! <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you'll see it. You know, you're new, but you're a newbie, but you'll 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 get there. And we found it. It was this sort of severed, gross hand that was just like floating in the air. And we we realized that that was the thing that was the thing controlling. We saw sort of saw these like golden strings that were connected to all the mouse after a sea invisibility, and also some other magic spells to help identify some things. And then we sort of contained it in a small box, which was not necessarily powerful enough to contain its magic totally. So as we were walking, we could see all of these strings just sort of following us. And we made it to the library. Uh, Henry was a bit busy. He was having coffee with someone. I don't remember who it was, but it was sort of a kind of beefy guy. And Henry uh, offered to hold it. And and you see uh, everyone who would like to roll an insight check. 17. Seventeen. Well on insight. 11. 11. I got a zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a zero, you're like, do they have a crush on me? <laughs> uh, 17. With a 17, you see that there's like this strange moment where it doesn't necessarily look like uh, Hamlet is misremembering. It feels like his his memory is a little bit altered. And he goes, yeah, Henry, uh, 
Henry had like a chest that was able to contain the type of magic. Uh, and when we put it in the chest, we saw that all the strings sort of like into, into the chest. And it seemed, you know, taken care of. So we let our field agent know. Our in, field agent know. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, in response to picking up on that, Whenever there's a moment where they're looking at the other two, I want to real quick cast a detect thoughts. Because uh, Hamlet is like looking at the general thought of you, it's going to be challenging to find a time to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you could either roll a stealth check or try to find a way for the others to distract them. Gee. Uh, I'll, I'll just try and roll a stealth check. Hell yeah. Hamlet continues and goes, yeah, and then uh, we got our next assignment. We were going into the Dread Forest, which is... 21. Uh, nope, Forest of Ruin. 21? God damn. I rolled a 19. <laughs> Hell yeah. You do cast a tech thoughts and they don't notice. And then we got a uh, a message saying that the banditry had started again and some weird stuff was going on. And we came back? Yeah, we we uh, we came back and at that point in your detect thoughts goes up and you you sort of hear that like similarly from when you first cast detect thoughts on the bandits that warbling static that is trying to like scramble what they're trying to say Ooh. uh yeah we came back and then henry said he had it under control he seemed a little stressed out uh, I think I saw some like blood on his shirt or something like that. I couldn't quite remember, but and then everything seemed to be in order, so we we started going on to our next assignment. Uh, and then our field agent asked us to stay at Ophenia's helm for uh, a little bit just to make sure that y'all were were safe and sound. Interesting. Okay, so you said you had it in a box, and then. Henry offered to hold on to it. Why did, why isn't normal procedure to bring artifacts back to Moonflower? Wouldn't you? Yes, but in that situation, <laughs> it was too far for us to travel all the way back to the Academy. So we were holding it at the library, which has been done before. That's mm -hmm. procedure. And do you know why that wasn't, that second step hadn't happened? We do not know. Hmm. All all we know is that the next day, banditry started, and we tr started traveling back to figure out what was going on, slash if it was connected to the artifact we discovered. Above the table question, would I know if it was the field agent's responsibility to make that contact with Moonflower to get someone else out here, or would that have been Henry's? It would have been both. Okay. So it would have been package dropped off and package secured from both people. Cool. Did you ever send a message back to Moonflower that you had successfully acquired the object? Yeah, we did. Is that true? Do uh, do you want to roll an insight? I mean, I'm detecting oh, are you still. asking that? Yeah, I'm asking. No, I'm asking. To, I'm I'm asking that to Max first. Yes, uh, from what you can tell with the detect thoughts, that is that is true. Okay. Yeah. Like that's that memory is not scrambled. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay, this might seem a little strange, but I have reason to believe that your memory of the events has been a little bit altered. He almost looks offended by that. Jay, did you have something? I was just saying, what do y'all think of Henry Beastings? He kind of gives me the weird ick vibe. <laughs> 
That's what I was going to say, but let's just not. After such a lovely heart-to-heart last episode. <laughs> He's controlling people, Mary. Allegedly. Allegedly. Can I do a similar thing to what Amara did mm-hmm. uh, with sea invisibility? Yep. Try to be subtle about it. Yep. Um, not, I'm notoriously not good at it. Yeah. I and mean, I have, they're probably all looking at me at this point because I was like, hey, you're yeah. remembering this wrong. But I have <laughs> As heavy the green armor. new agent. So... <laughs> No, uh, uh, roll stealth. stealth and you have, I have disadvantage. I'll say this is, it's not necessarily disadvantage because it is, well, what I are mean, the components to cast the invisibility? All three. VS all three? Okay, M, then yes, yeah. it would be at disadvantage That's because you would be doing like little hand uh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 We've, and that's, that's not a slight to you, but we have been dealing with people who are being controlled by the hand and uh, I have been personally affected by the way it can. No, I, I, I think, and this is Oasis. I think you're right. I, I think that, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to remember something a bit different. What'd you get on that stealth check? I got a 15. 15. Okay. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. You cast Grand. the invisibility mm-hmm. and immediately you see three strings oh, I knew it. coming from them. Mm-hmm. And Oasis goes, I, I'm starting to remember that we did come back and we saw that Henry was covered in blood and we saw the dead body of someone right outside of that little doorway into that little area that we put the hand of God in. And then when we went in to grab the hand of God because Henry was no longer considered safe to be holding such a powerful artifact after a dead body was found, there was Does the an name- explosion. When we went into the room, I think the chest was already open, and I think the hand of God controlled us, and I think... That I have to kill you now. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'd like I everyone to roll go. initiative. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go to the snack break. Snack break. Snack break. Damon, what is the max amount of hit points or max amount of damage that you can take before you're straight up dead? Before I'm dead, 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 dead. Uh, it would be 44 because uh, my hit point max is 22. Okay, and then uh. honey is 50. Okay, so like, cool, 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 cool. Tight, 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 tight. That you, is good information. Wait, you have 50 hit points? No, I have 25. Oh, okay, I was like, yeah, 50 to be fuck? dead, dead. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I'm here. I'm back, and I'm better than ever. <laughs> okay, wait. This Are you is you Batman? No, I'm. Uh... He's the Batman, the Batman. He's the bat- no, he's not. My name's the hat. Amen. It's Eamon. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, and then when we last left off, just just now, we saw that the other field agents were under control. Uh, and then they slowly realize that they were under control and they have to kill you now as they begin their fight. Just a reminder that we can get people out of their funks by a couple ways if they take a certain amount of damage uh, or also if we say really embarrassing shit that's happened to them. Like they have to 
acknowledge have to know the embarrassing. embarrassing thing that happened to them. Yeah. 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 Great. Amara, you're up first. What would you like to do? How close are they to me? They're about five feet away. They're like right in front okay, of you. Okay. All I'm... in front of you. Yeah. They're like in a line and you're like in a line. They have an archivist too? No. Robin, remember, Robin is a special case. Robin is traveling with you, whereas oh, their archivist is just somewhere. Yeah, all of their, all of the other archivists usually like teleport to the field agents and then teleport back. Robin lost their teleportation privileges after they pulled a prank on their dad and tried to drown them. Girl, and I so don't think they, you said that before. So they, I did <laughs> listen to episode four. I think huge W. So they have lost their teleportation privileges and have to now and are now traveling with y'all. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, if they're right in front of me, I'm going to take a cheeky little disengage and run like 20 feet back and then yell, remember that time where you, I don't know, maybe peed yourself on stage at school? <laughs> roll, uh, uh, what the fuck is, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Eamon pees himself on stage. <laughs> 14? 14. Doesn't do it. Damn it. Uh, they are, they are like still, they're kind of rigid. They're trying to like hold themselves back. But, but one of them goes, nope. Great. Uh, next up is Hamlet, who's going to, alas, poor Yorick, right at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to be? That's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Girl, he's fucking nobler. <laughs> right at Amen, going to hit you with Morningstar for 17 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. It just misses. You like get out of the way and you can see that they were trying to like whiff you just a little bit. Hamlet misses as Oasis goes and tries to do the same thing to you, Eamon. All right, I see. Uh, that is, that is 20, dirty 20 to hit. That will hit. Great. Um, as you take zero points of damage. Huge zero. As you get hit, you can feel like the brunt of the impact as it steps you back. But for a moment, you're like, that didn't do anything to me. Mm, um, and you've taken zero points of damage. Suspicious. <laughs> Eamon, you're next up. What would you like to do? It's me? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, which one is the bard? Was that Hamlet? Uh, Hamlet, yeah. Yeah, he, that's Hamlet. But he looks like he could be like the... the the funny man? Sad little man. Yeah. The sad funny man? Yeah, the sad little funny man. Okay, how tall is he? Like you. I was about to say that's him. <laughs> uh, Wait, what he's am I? about like 5'11", oh, almost okay. six foot. Okay, all right. Says that he's like 6'2", but not really. But not really. Don't get the tape measure. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, also disengage. I'm going to run away, and I'm going to look at Hamlet dead in the eyes, and I'm going to say, do you remember that time that you thought so confidently <laughs> that you were the most special person in your group, <laughs> and you told this really hilarious joke, and no one laughed, and no one even smiled? <laughs> and for the first time in maybe your life, you doubted all of your friendships, all of your relationships, whether they liked you or not. Do you remember that? Roll a persuasion check. I'll give you advantage on that. That's Huge awesome. <laughs> persuasion? Yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty oh. 20. Uh, that almost does it. Oh, you can tell like 90% so of the way there. He's like, okay, okay. Ow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, man. Ow. Ow. And like he's like 90% of the way. You see that like his arms are still a little bit under control. It's like this weird flailing thing. But he's like, okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Say weird shit. Say weird shit like that. Honey, you're up. Uh, I'm going to disengage. Well, um, 
and what we got? What we got? Oasis Hamlet. Which one's the the blue haired? Babette. Is she blue hair with? Are they blue hair with pronouns? <laughs> <laughs> this is important. Are they blue hair with pronouns? They have blue hair and they have pronouns. You yes. know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jay, I we I can't get canceled on Twitter this early. <laughs> I actually didn't have anything. You I mean, gotta <laughs> tread lightly here. <laughs> um, I run away and I say, and I yell really loudly, not actually at anyone in general, just like a general thing. You know, hey, remember that time that you were waiting to get picked up and get picked for kickball or whatever that game is, but you didn't get picked and you got picked last and you got a little scared and then you actually peed yourself? Did that happen to you? Roll a persuasion check. I'll say uh, roll it at disadvantage <laughs> yeah. just because it's so specific. It's so specific. A 12. A 12. You see that like Hamlet goes, yeah, that, that no, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you see that it does not have a lot of, uh, of an effect. Next up is Babette. Uh, ooh, doo -doo -doo, Babette is going to run up to you, honey, and make two spear attacks at you. Uh, that is a 21 to hit and a 19 to hit. Well, both do. Great. Um, you take... Holy shit, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> 50 oh, no. points of damage. <laughs> that's a lot of dice. I don't like that. Holy shit. Uh, 10... 26, 26, 32, zero points of damage. Oh, bitch, I saw that coming. I can see right through your goddamn facade. Uh, nice. You feel and like two spear attacks like lunge at you, hit you really fucking hard, like really intense impact on you, and then no damage. Uh, my spleen. Wait, now why ain't that hurt? Amara, you're up next. What would you like okay. to do? Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. Uh, from where I am going to remember i'm going to yell just to any of them uh do you remember that time one of your early missions or something you were really really good at you absolutely fucked up at and you doubted your entire career and life course uh for the rest of for the rest of the day maybe the week and you don't know if this is the right thing for you and you think that Anyone who has ever told you it was, was lying. Oh, God damn. Roll a persuasion check at an advantage. I'm taking psychic damage from that. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that's 19. 19? Okay. Hamlet has come fully out of, uh, of his trance. He's like, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho. And then he, like, crumples into the ground and has a full-on existential crisis. Um, Get the fuck up and help us. You're fine. You see... <laughs> You see that Oasis, like, cocks their head a little bit. You see that they're trying to resist it just a little bit. Almost unsuccessfully. They're getting there. Next up is Hamlet, who is going to roll a wisdom saving throw to escape the thrall. Yep, they're still in. They, like, stand up. Like, okay, um, uh, uh, Oasis, remember that one time that I actually don't know you that well. We've been traveling together for like nine years, and I don't actually know a lot about you. I feel really bad about that. Nine and years. honestly, that's on me. That's on me for not being really interested in like talking to you. But I feel like you hate me all the time. And I don't know if you actually hate me, but you know, I think that there's something weird really going on between us. And it might be about that one time that I kind of fucked your dad. But like, you know, <laughs> I think that might have been like the linchpin. Oh, that's good. That's good. Do you remember when I fucked your dad? Oasis is up next. <sighs> And looks at Hamlet and goes to attack him. 
We've learned so much about these people <laughs> in so little time. You see that Oasis swings and takes like a big fucking... Hamlet takes a big hit to his stomach off of a javelin and takes 12 points of damage. And it like actually yeah. does damage. Yeah. You okay. see that like a little bit of blood is pooling at his shirt. Uh, Eamon, oh, you're up next. What would God. you like to do? How badly does... How bad does Hamlet look? Uh, about uh, not necessarily bloodied, but definitely injured. Okay, just injured. Yeah. All right, he'll be fine for one more round. Um, is Oasis the one that looks um really like strong and powerful? Uh, that is Babette. Oh, Babette. Babette's yeah. the one that's like like an athlete looking yeah. character. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at Babette. I'm going to look Babette in the eyes, and I'm going to say. Do you remember that time that you were the star track player and you had a meet and you were supposed to win it all and you were running your uh, your 100 meter sprint and you were well ahead of the pack and then the last minute you tripped over your shoelaces and your head hit the ground so hard and you came in last place and this was the most important track meet of your life. Do you remember that? Roll a persuasion check. Not at advantage. Heard. Just flat. Uh-huh. It's a natural one. <laughs> Plus five. <laughs> oh. Babette goes, I won that beat! <laughs> okay, all right. Yes, of course. Uh, wonderful. It was um, great. <clears throat> we'll say that's your bonus action. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Oh, that was my bonus action? Yeah. How close am I to Babette? <laughs> uh, I would say, because you, you disengaged and ran away just a little bit. Yeah. I would say about 10 feet. 10 feet? Yeah. Okay, so she resp- or they, they respond that way. Yeah. And um, I'm going to say, all right, well, I tried. And I'm going to run over uh, to Babette and I'm going to uh, inflict wounds. <laughs> 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 I'm going to try a different dice. Um, uh-huh. Different dice, different dice, different dice. Okay. Oh, lovely. 22. 22? Yeah, that hits. All right. That'll be 3d10 of damage. God damn. <laughs> okay. I think you can stabilize them after. Right. Um, 12 points of, of damage. God damn. Of necrotic damage. That's like half of their health. You see that they like take that damage really hard and like fall to one knee. Uh, and you see like, uh, they sort of cough up blood and their nose starts bleeding. It seems all internal wounds. And they're like, <sighs> and like stare directly at you. Uh, honey, you're up. What would you like to do? Uh, I got one of them in front of me, don't I? Yep. Babette's in front of you. Cause Babette just hit you. Uh, I hate fighting. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. You're a fighter. <laughs> That's literally I'm your an class. archer. Okay, I just want to shoot targets. That's a fighter class. I shake my hair. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take out my. Uh, I'm gonna take out my scimitars and I'm gonna slash slash. Great. Uh, roll them bones. Uh, one's a natural twenty. Ooh. So right off the bat. So yeah, that's gonna be a twenty-five and a eight. No, 17. Both those hit. Roll damage and uh, double the natural 20 roll. Certainly Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Thanks for hyping me okay. up. No problem. We have, <laughs> oh my the God. You said double the. Yeah, the natural 20. 20 roll. Perfect. Uh, 12. 12 total? Yeah. Down. Up. Oh. Uh, you slash and slash again, and just these two massive gashes like go across their abdomen, and they fall fall down unconscious. Girl, UK does not respond. I don't think she is. <laughs> <laughs> However, 
with the sea invisibility still up, when they they fall down, you see that the string sort of like dissipates a little, becomes uh, the the connection becomes a bit weaker. Wonderful, great, great. Uh, first up next is Amaro. What would you like to do? Uh, let's try this one more time. Uh, does Oasis's hair look natural or dyed? It looks a bit dyed. Hey, Oasis. Remember that time you tried to dye your hair on your own and absolutely ruined it, so you had to go into the salon, get it fixed, and they cut off all your hair? Yeah, roll persuasion, I'll say an advantage. 17? 17. With the original rolls and stuff like that, you see that Oasis, who's like holding a Morningstar above Hamlet's head to like make a final smash on him, goes... It looks so bad. It like I'm drops sorry. the drops the weapon and goes. Uh, you good? Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, we're back. We're lucid. Ooh, are you okay, bud? And Hamlet goes. No, obviously not. Are we out of combat? Yeah, I run over and I will cure wounds him. <laughs> uh, just at the first level. Great. Uh, cure wounds, Bebet, for um nine health points back. Great. They are back up. <gasps> Sorry about that. Fuck. No, that was a good thing. Smart thing to do. Do, do we need to be worried? Um, I certainly got hit, but feel great. Is oh, it like a delayed release thing? Uh, well, we certainly, you certainly got hit. I did see that happen. Mm-hmm. But I feel 100%. You also got hit, right? I feel nothing. Huh. Roll a perception check. Uh, just me? Yeah. All right. I'm stupid. I'm looking for the goose. <laughs> Always looking for the goose. Natural 20 plus five. Natural 20 plus oh. five. You're looking around and you're looking for something wrong. You're looking for something different. You're looking for something weird. And you look over uh, with a sea invisibility still up. You see the strings connected to Babette, to Hamlet, to Oasis. You see the one connected to Amara. And then you see the one connected to Honey. Mm-hmm. And then you realize Honey did not have a string yesterday and you look up and see that honey's string is connected to amara's and you see that your string is also connected to amara's as amara you take 41 points of force damage bye everybody i'm dead what <laughs> what 